If you bake bread a hundred thousand times, don't tell me you bake bread and you didn't put yeast in. You're not going to get bread. Like there's certain things psychologically that if you don't engage people the right way, you can't expect to get the outcome. We all know that there's very little tweaks between somebody that makes a hundred grand and a million dollars when it comes to sales. Mm-hmm. It's tweaks, it's inches. It's like being a professional athlete. Like it's a game of like one one hundredth of a second. And in business, it's the exact same way. Sometimes it lands and you get a person who's going to refer you for life. And other times you're like, I did something similar, but it didn't result in a hundred referrals. Well, mm-hmm. the recipe was different. So the big question is this, how do small business owners like us grow our leadership, develop our teams and scale our business in a way that allows us to get our products and services out to the world yet still remain profitable? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Bradley Hamner and this is the Club Capital Leadership Podcast. Before we get into today's episode, did you know that Club Capital is the largest accounting and advisory firm for insurance agency owners in the country, providing monthly accounting, CFO services, and tax preparation? Check them out at club.capital. Welcome to another episode of the Club Capital Leadership Podcast. My name is Bradley Hamner, your host. I think you're really going to love today's guest. We have John Rulin on. John is the world's leading authority and maximizing customer loyalty through radical generosity. He's the founder and author of Giftology. He's been featured in Fox News, Forbes, Fast Company, New York Times, et cetera. He was the number one performer, which we talk about in the episode itself, out of a million and a half sales reps from one of the world's most recognized brands. I love John's energy, and I love more than anything how when we have people on that make me think differently, about common everyday things in business. Without further ado, here's my conversation with John Rudlin. Have you ever tried online marketing before and weren't sure if it was working? Maybe your rep talked about all the impressive features and stats and said things were going great, but you didn't know how all that tied into raw new policies written. Well, that's not the case with DirectClicks. DirectClicks is the premier Google ads and SEO option exclusively for State Farm agents. Why? They're 100% resource-oriented with an exclusivity guarantee. Every review call you have with your account manager focuses on what really matters to your business, and that's leads and call-ins received. Everything will get broken down to cost per lead received. By investing with direct clicks, you're going to free up time and energy to focus on what's most important in your agency and doing what it is you do best. This will be the best investment you make for your team by spending confidently and scaling your agency today with exclusive online marketing partner, DirectClicks. Visit us at directclicksinc.com. Ambition is the first step towards success. It's time to level up your agency. And Coach P Consulting will help you do just that by using the same strategies he used to sell over 700 life insurance policies in 2021 alone. Now, this is not your regular one and done type coaching. You'll get personalized coaching two days a week, every week of the month, and you'll get a live look behind the scenes of his team training and an office that's performing at the highest level. There's a reason Coach P Consulting is the fastest growing coaching company for insurance agency owners in the country. Coach P will train your team alongside his own and show you the exact steps they're taking to achieve Chairman Circle, Exotic Travel, and Multi-Line Presence Club, and be one of the few agents to be selected to have a third office. So whether your goal is to be at the top of your local market or amongst the best in the country, this training will give you the strategies and the tactics to get there. 
for just $250 a month, you'll get high-level coaching each week from someone who is already getting it done at that level, and his strategies work, and it's time to put them to work for you. Sign up at coachpeakconsulting.com and get your first full month for free when you mention the Club Capital Leadership Podcast. John Rulin, welcome to the Club Capital Leadership Podcast. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. Excited to have you. All right. So we always start with background and origin story. People I know are going to be familiar with your book, which we're going to certainly get into. But how did you get started? Like, what's your background and origin story of how you got to where you are today? Yeah, well, I'd say like a lot of successful entrepreneurs and people like I didn't grow up with money. I grew up more on the poor side, wanting. I grew up in Ohio on a farm, one of six kids on 47 acres, milking goats every morning, baling hay in the summers, one acre garden, like we lived off the land. And I wanted to make my mom proud and I wanted to not be poor anymore. So I was going to go be a doctor or a lawyer because that's the only thing when you grow up in a town of 300 people that you're like, I think they make money. I want to go not be poor anymore. And my life really changed because I was going to go be a doctor, a DO, chiropractor, more like holistic. And my mentor was my girlfriend's dad. He was this rainmaking attorney, referrals out the ears, and he was radically generous. And so to pay for med school, I start selling Cutco knives. I had no idea what Cutco was, but a buddy of mine who was going to seminary, who is a horrible salesperson, starts selling these knives that are thousands or tens of thousands of dollars for kitchen knives. Like at the time, I'm like, they might as well have said they're a million dollars at set. I was like, who would spend five or 10 grand on knife set? Yeah. But I was like, if Steve Wiggers can do it, I can at least try. So I pitched my girlfriend's dad, my fourth appointment out of desperation. And it was awkward. Like who pitches their girlfriend's dad high in the eyes, like before church. It's like super weird, super awkward. I'm pouring with sweat. And I was hoping he would have mercy on me and buy some client gifts for maybe for Christmas. And all of his clients are into hunting, fishing. They're dudes are like insurance companies and wealth management and construction companies and all that. And uh, they're into the outdoors. So I thought maybe he'll buy the $100, a piece pocket for hunting knives. And he changed my life forever. He's like, John, I want to help you. I love the knives, uh, but I want to order kitchen knives. I want to order paring knives. I'm like, you want to give a bunch of dudes a kitchen tool? That's weird. Like, why? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm in this country bumpkin, like green as they come. And he's like, John, the reason I have more referrals, deal flow access, I found out a simple truth. 35 years start my law firm. And that's if you take care of the family and business, everything else takes care of itself. Mm. So it was there that I realized it wasn't about stupid knife. All to this day, we do millions and millions of dollars in the stupid knives on our agency side when people hire us to do all their gifting and love bombs for them. But it wasn't about the knife. It was the delivery vehicle for an emotion. It was connecting to the spouse or to the inner circle. It was all of these things that everybody says they want more referrals. They want to be like trusted and top of mind. And yet, The only time they give gifts are after referral. You don't give a gift after referral. That's a tit for tat. That's transactional. Paul did things proactively, inspired things to happen. Mm -hmm. And because of that, like he would invest $100 or $1,000 or $100,000, and it would come back to him 100-fold just based upon these little details. So I was like 20, and I'm like, I want to be Paul when I'm 60. I want the referrals. I want the deals. I want the people to respond to me. I want the family. I want the lifestyle that he had. And so I just started to mimic that. And Cutco's worked with about 2 million sales reps in the last 70 years. And because we started to shift them into and use their product as a tool, a solution to 10x or 100x referrals, we became the number one rep in the history of the company out of 2 million. And so I was like, med school and the half a million dollars in debt can get put on hold. I'm going to try this entrepreneurial thing. So we started a, what we now call you know, a love bomb agency where we help people, solopreneurs, sales reps, Chicago Cubs, really all sizes, all types of companies 
nobody cares about gifts, but they all care about the outcomes of if you show up in uncommon ways and love on these relationships, we started to help people increase their referrals hundred percent or increase their loyalty or their retention, some sort of outcome. And so med school has been on hold for 22 years and, and it hasn't stopped. What a great story. What a great story from knives, you selling knives to now being able to, and I'm sure obviously knives are still a huge part of what you guys do. Okay. So for people listening to this, building their business on having a referral-based business, everybody that's a business owner wants to be able to do that. Okay. So yeah. how do we first think about it? Like that's one of the biggest questions I wanted to ask you and then get into, okay, well, here's the actual technical things of things that we do as an example. But I first want to get your opinion about the thought process of referrals, because you mentioned it just a minute ago. Yeah. Well, here's what's interesting is even a, a sales rep that may as an assistant or a small agency or law firm owner or a small widget manufacturer, it's amazing to me that people will hire one or two employees. They'll add a fixed cost of a hundred grand to their business, to their little operation. And they'll make that decision in five days, five minutes. They're like, hey, we need to hire an assistant. I need a marketing person. I need whatever. They'll invest 100 grand, even as a small company. And then you ask them, when's the last time you invested $100,000 in the relationships that allow you to even have an agency or a firm or a company? Mm -hmm. Same $100,000. They'll spend it on a country club membership or they'll spend it on Super Bowl tickets or they'll do all these different things. But when you ask them, like, when's the last time you actually invested that way? And with love bombs and relationships, they're like, never. And I'm like, it's the same 100,000 or same 50,000 or 10,000, whatever the numbers are. But most people connect one area of their business. And really referrals aren't just referrals. Like what you're really asking is how do I take people that are not on my payroll to act as if they're a sales rep for my brand? There's a difference between somebody saying, hey, I need a plumber. Who do you use? And you say, I use this guy. He's pretty good to you going out of your way and saying, I want to make sure that that plumber makes money because I love how they operate or I love that insurance guy. I want to look for opportunities on the golf course, at the boardroom. One is passive and one is active. We all want the person to be actively loyal, to refer deals, not one a year or one every three years, but to say, how can I make sure that Brad wins? How can I make sure that John wins? Like that's a different level of referral. And so what I've realized is like, a lot of my mentors, if I wanted to hire them as a sales rep or my clients, if I want to hire a CEO of a company as a sales rep, I'd have to pay them millions of dollars a year and they still would say no. And so when I talk to people and say, hey, why haven't you invested $1,000 in that relationship or $5,000? And they're like, well, that's a lot of money. And I'm like, one referral from them is worth 10x that. And you couldn't hire that person for one month for that. Why would you not think about how to show up in uncommon ways for these relationships to drive referrals, don't reward referrals. Most people are like, hey, they sent me a piece of business. Here's your $500 bottle of wine or your $1,000 driver or whatever. That's not a gift. That's a incentive. And your wealthy client doesn't need your incentive. They referred you the business because they wanted to see you win or because they wanted to look good to their relationship. So people psychologically have mistaken why people refer business and how you can actually be proactive on it versus reactive on it. And so all we're basically saying is like, if you give the $500 bottle of wine, when they got a $50,000 piece of business from you in their head, they're like, that, that doesn't mm -hmm. even feel good. It feels like uneven. Whereas right. if you send love bombs to your network, your core group of clients and people that already like you, and you pour gasoline on them to make them love you, they will want to go see you win, they'll reciprocate, whether it's with referrals or kind words about you when you're not in the boardroom or at the dinner table or at the golf course. That's what we all want to take somebody from liking to loving. 
but we only do things at expected transactional times. Christmas, worst time on the planet. Lighting people will light billions of dollars on fire. And they're like, John, like that's rude. And I'm like, it's not rude. As a small business owner, why would you want to compete with 50 other people that are sending gifts at the exact same time? Candy, nuts, wine, even a $3,000 bottle of bourbon competing with the other things when people are stressed out of their mind, it just doesn't land. So the timing can matter just as much. You want more referrals? You need to show up at uncommon, unexpected times, not anniversaries, birthdays, and Christmas. So there's so many times where small business owners, sales reps are like, John, I did giftology. It didn't work. And I'm like, really? Did you follow the recipe? And I asked him, did you do this, 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 this? Like, well, we did giftology-ish. I'm like, are you dumb? Like, if you bake bread 100,000 times, don't tell me you bake bread and you didn't put yeast in. You're not going to get bread. Like, there's certain things psychologically that if you don't engage people the right way, you can't expect to get the outcome. We all know that there's very little tweaks between somebody that makes 100 grand and a million dollars when it comes to sales. Mm-hmm. It's tweaks. It's inches. It's like being a professional athlete. Like it's a game of inches. It's a game of like one one hundredth of a second. And in business, it's the exact same way. Sometimes it lands and you get a, a person who's going to refer you for life. And other times you're like, I did something similar, but it didn't result in a hundred referrals. Well, mm-hmm. the recipe was different. You didn't customize it the right way. The timing was off. The handwritten note wasn't there. You didn't include their spouse. Like something was off. Because as humans, we all have common triggers. So when people talk about referrals and getting referrals without asking, I'm like, it is possible, but most people aren't willing to put their money and time where their mouth is. And they just want to like check a box on Amazon at Christmas. And that doesn't get you that level of depth and intimacy, which drives the referral. I love it. So good. All right. So I think this quote came from Keith Cunningham. I think I'm so I'm going to attribute to how big would your business be if every customer you ever had never left you? Yeah. I mean, for all of us, our businesses would be massive, right? So here's what I want to ask. Is there a, I want to have you go through the recipe, the formula, but is there a, for the hard skill people out there, a percentage that they attribute to the budget or based on the different business that you have, looking at the lifetime value of a client, et cetera, like how do we apply some of those things so we can begin to kind of say, okay, well, I'm spending currently 6% of my revenue in marketing. So therefore, I want to start carving some of these things out to be able to do love bombs, et cetera. Does that make sense? Yeah, it should be a math equation. Most people, when they're doing Facebook ads, they're like, I'm going to invest a dollar. I want a dollar 20 back or I want $2 back, right? Like it has to pay for itself. Nobody's, most of the people that are in business globally are bootstrapping it. They're not publicly (laughs) traded. They don't have an unlimited budget. And so oftentimes you're trying to compete with somebody that does have an unlimited budget with a limited budget. And so the math equation is you should be reinvesting five to 15% of net profit. I don't care what your gross is. I care what your net is. Mm -hmm. So let's just use round numbers. You made a hundred grand last year. That means five to 15 grand. People like most of the time people are like, well, that's a lot of money. And I'm like, you get to keep 85 grand and the people that you're buying things for bought their own gift, basically bought their own love bomb. Like (laughs) this is self-funding. So how many times would you put a dollar in if you got $20 back out? A lot. But most people don't think about that. Like once somebody's in the boat, it's like when people get married and they're like, well, she said, yes. It's like, no, you keep courting your wife or your husband Mm -hmm. after the wedding day, or else you might have another wedding. And with clients, same way. Like we're like, oh, they're already a client. I don't have to do that. I'm like, of course you don't have to. When you show up for your wife or your husband or your client or your center of influence, when you want to, not because you had to, is when it means the most. So laying out that 5 to 15% of net, let's say you did a million dollars in profit, net profit last year. That means it's 50 to 150 grand. People are like, man, that's a lot of money. I'm like, yeah. once again, you get to keep 850 grand. 
And the, here's the goal. The goal isn't just to be feel good and feel nice. The goal is to invest the dollar and next year you make 1.2. Mm-hmm. So you might have invested 100 grand, but how many times if within a year it pays off double? Sure. All of us as small business owners love when we can put a dollar in and get $2 back out. No Oftentimes it's bigger than that, but it needs to be a math equation. Like most people view it as an expense. No, mm-hmm. this is marketing, biz dev, sponsorship, relationship building, top of mind aware. Like it's all of it in one. And so you're not going to stop necessarily grabbing dinner with somebody, but nobody brags like, oh my gosh, you took me out to dinner at Morton's because everybody takes people out to level 10 dinners. Nobody takes people to McDonald's. Nobody takes people to the $5 golf course. They're taking somebody to the nicest golf course or country mm-hmm. club. If you would do that on the physical, what you do on the experiential, most people do their experiential at a level 10 in their physical. It's like, hey, client that's worth 50 grand, here's a $100 jacket. And they think they're daddy Warbucks. Yeah. Nobody wants your stupid jacket. Definitely don't want it with your logo on it. They yeah. buy their own jacket. So yeah. like... People think they're doing giftology and really they're spending money to insult, frustrate, guilt, their most valuable relationships. Yes. Internally and externally. And so people are like, well, I budgeted the money. I did it. And I'm like, you slapping your logo on a Yeti and giving it out is not a love bomb. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And by their own, they can only drink out of one water bottle or one coffee cup. And they ain't going to be the one with your logo on. I promise you that. Now, now maybe you have 2% of your clients that they're swag whores and they don't care. But the higher up the food chain you go with very affluent people, they're not wearing your logo on your jacket. They're not wearing it on your cup. And I used to put their logo on it, the person that was getting it for clients. And then I realized that if you really want to be a baller, you take and take care of the person and their family and their spouse oftentimes hates the company logo. They're jealous of the business. Make the gift about the family, not about the business. You want to play at the 3.0 level leave logos completely off and make it a human to human connection. Cause that's not what we all want. We want our best clients and centers of influence to invite us not to the office where to the dinner table. That's where the intimate big deals happen is when you're breaking bread at somebody's home or no your home. And no so doubt. people think, Oh, he loves golf. Yeah. She loves this. Mm-mm. What is their spouse? Like what's their assistant? Like what's their kids like? And they're like, ah, oh, it's too much work. I'm like, you're right. You want 20 referrals. There's work and investment there. Now, the payoff is massive, but yeah, that's the equation. Are you an agency owner looking to grow your revenue, increase your bottom line, and better manage your taxes? Club Capital is here to help. Club Capital is the largest accounting and advisory firm for insurance agents in the country, providing monthly accounting, tax strategy, and CFO services. Way more than bookkeeping and your everyday run-of-the-mill tax prep, Club Capital is focused on providing financial and tax advisory services that help you plan and forecast your agency's performance. Their financial dashboards and agency forecasting tools help you better understand your agency's historical performance, create and measure future targets, and see how your agency compares to your peers around the country. Imagine what it would be like to understand the impact to your bottom line when deciding to hire a new employee or forecast the impact rate changes or commission rates will have on your business. With over $200 million in tracked annual revenue and $140 million in tracked annual expenses, Club Capital has the data and the team to help you make better informed decisions for your agency. They will help you turn that back office stress into the backbone of your agency's success by giving you the tools to take your agency and your leadership to the next level. Visit club.capital today to book a solution overview with one of our business consultants. Club Capital, way more than a CPA firm. Two things that you just mentioned right there that sparked me. So this just happened. I mean, just happened like four days ago. My wife gets a box. She's a pharmaceutical rep, has been for a long time. She gets a box in the mail 
and she works for Bayer. I'm happy to say that. She works for Bayer. She opens the box, and she, as soon as she pulls it out, it's a North Face jacket. The words out of her mouth was, oh, my goodness, I hope they didn't put a logo on this thing. She gets it, looks at it, does not have a logo. And she said, oh, my gosh, I love it. And she's been wearing it like two or three days, a little chilly in the mornings, but it's not a huge jacket. She is thrilled with it. And she has like reverence for the company. She really thinks that they're doing a really good job. And she ended up laughing about things that she had gotten in the past that were really nice, like Patagonia jackets. But they had the huge, not even the company logo, but it was like the slogan at the time that they were going for. And she was like, nobody Easy. wears that stuff. Nobody wears that stuff. No, they ruin it. Like you imagine going to your best friend or your best client's wedding and on the Tiffany's vase, compliments of Bear or compliments of Ernst and Young. You'd never do that. That's why would you do something in business that you would never do personally? We're still humans, and that's what people forget. It's like, yeah, it's nice to get something really thoughtful and useful and practical and best in class. But when you order a custom shirt from Tom James, you're not putting the corporate logo on it, you're putting your initials, you're putting your family, like yes. you're putting something about the person and people deface things all the time. I mean, big companies are the worst at this. So like, we have to get branding and marketing from it. I'm like, you're doing neither. You're frustrating the hell out of the, your employees, your dealers, your clients. And you think you're branding, but it ends up who you're branding is the homeless people that are getting stuff, you know, given to them out the door at goodwill. Cause nobody wants that crap. They just yeah. don't, it gets regifted. All right. So two things I want you to do talk about though, because people are listening to this and they either just ordered or have a whole storage closet full of promotional giveaway material. Okay. So I want you to talk about that. Like, what is that? Where does that fit? Et cetera. And then the second thing is somebody's hearing this and they say, okay, I got it. He's convinced me. This makes sense. Obviously pick up the book, Giftology. It's incredible. It's one of my top 10 books that I read and I read a lot. Love it. But where do they start, John? If somebody says, I'm ready to get going on this. Where would you point them to to actually get started? And then if you want to walk them through a little bit of the formula, that'd be great too. Yeah. Well, we won't have time to talk about all the formula, but they go to what we charge tens of thousands of dollars to, whether it's solopreneur, Fortune 500 company, go to Giftology plan. They can steal our whole recipe, mm -hmm. everything from A to Z. Like literally, like we have clients, I can hire my own Giftologist and, and rock and roll with this. Like you didn't leave anything out. I'm like, I know. The goal for us is to get it out there and get people doing it. Now, when you have to do it for five people, no problem. Yeah. You have to do it for 50 people, you start cutting corners. You have to do it yeah. for 150 people. And that's where people will outsource it to us and say, hey, I want you to do this with me and for me. Mm -hmm. And so like, that's what the agency does. Is, and there's fees per year plus the gifts and all that. But the plan is the exact same. Take, we, we take people through the exact same plan. The big thing is, is understanding if a logo goes on it, it's no longer a gift. It's mm -hmm. swag. Now it can be really cool swag, but mm -hmm. nobody's going to cry because they get a Patagonia jacket with their, you know, with a logo on it. Nobody's going to cry with a $500 Titleist, the logo on it. If you put your logo on it, it is a promotional item. No matter, even like Rolex has been given away by Domino's on the $10,000 Airface King white faces Domino's logo, no longer a gift. It's a promotional yeah. item. Yeah. Now it's still cool swag. Somebody might love it. But in that case, a lot of people traded the Rolexes in because they didn't, even if you work for Domino's, do you really want Domino's, Rolex? No, probably not. So the logo devalues, it defaces, it turns it into, you're trying to manipulate me into being a billboard for you. Does that yeah. feel like a gift? No, it's a manipulation. Now you can be upfront with it and say, hey, here's some cool swag. Maybe you'll advertise for me, maybe you won't. But if you really want to influence people's heart and their loyalty and make them say, man, I love that guy or that gal, that has to be a different category. And so starting to think about the who, like people are like, John, what's the cool swag? 
I'm like, the what you're sending is 50% of the impact. It's the seventh step in the process. Understanding the who is important. Maybe it's clients, maybe it's partners, maybe it's mentors, maybe it's advisors, maybe it's employees. Like all of those people are different buckets of relationships you should be investing in. And then you start to say, well, what matters to them? Well, almost everybody, their significant other matters way more than anything you're ever going to do. Their Mm -hmm. kids matter more. We call it the inner circle. Do they have pets? Do they have a, a team? Who are those people? So the who you have to start to understand. And almost everything that we're sending out, we don't allow it to go out with one thing, handwritten note. Why? Because when the handwritten note is actually more important than the Rolex, it provides the story, the meaning, the context. You're not asking for referrals. You're sending the love bomb, the gift, whatever, whether it's a $150 item or a $15,000 item, you're sending it to them, not as a reward, not as an incentive. You're sending it to them for one reason. That's because... I was thinking of you. When you, somebody shows up with this amazing gift, not asking for a favor, not asking for a referral, not because you just signed a million dollar contract, when you show up for them just because on a random Tuesday you were thinking about them, that's where people are like, whoa, I already like this person, but this is out of control. It inspires them to say, how can I reciprocate? Just subconsciously, when somebody does something over the top nice with no strings attached, now that's where people ruin it. John, I did giftology, and in the note, it's like the kindest compliment you can send is a referral. That's the, the worst. Like it's the, the lamest, most weak way to ask for a referral. Not that asking for referrals are bad, but you don't send somebody a gift and follow it up with an ask. Then it wasn't, it's like Vaynerchuk. He talks about like, if you give, 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 you earn the right to ask. But notice jab, jab, jab is multiple times showing up. Yeah. You don't give a gift and then ask for something that you lost. You spent money now to manipulate the other mm-hmm. person, especially the, power players, they'd notice those things and feel, and they're not going to refer you their A-level relationships because they're like, he's going to do, or she's going to do the exact same thing to that person. Mm-hmm. So laying out what's called a relationship plan, the percentages, who, inner circle, timing, frequency, all of those things. And then you finally get to the point of like, what am I going to send? And people are like, John, I don't like the knives. I'm like, do you care about an outcome or do you care about whether you like the knives or not? And they're mm-hmm. like, well, I-, I want more referrals. I'm like, So do you care if I send a whistle, a Rolex, a handwritten note? Like you don't really care. Like you want to deepen the relationship and you're shopping with your own eyes. You're like, I don't like knives. I'm like, I don't care what you like. Do you want to get a 10 X return on this return on relationship? Then you need to take care of not the person, not yourself. You need to take care of their assistant and their spouse and their kids. And this is the playbook. If you think you're a better gift giver than we are, if we've been doing it for 22 years, then go do it yourself. But I guarantee you're going to go and you're going to be like, this person's into bourbon. So I'm going to send them bourbon. Meanwhile, they're drinking Pappy at $1,000 a bottle. And you're going to send them a bottle of Maker's Mark. That's not even their daily drinker. And you personalized it, but you didn't do it at a world-class level. You didn't include their inner circle. And so when people start to unwind all of these things, they're like, damn, yes, there's a lot to relationship building, just like there is to marketing campaigns, just like there is to financial plans or workout plans. Like, it's not a set it and forget it and just like, oh, I'm just going to order some cool swag mm-hmm. if you really want to get that 10x, 100x on the back end. Intentionality, thoughtfulness, being aware of bringing everybody in. in the intentionality around this, there is no doubt as to why when you talk about radical generosity, that's what you're referring to. And being able to maximize customer loyalty through that. I was thinking back as you were talking and times that I've sent just proactively, I sent a book. Now, I'm not even trying to say that a book is anything profound, but I was thinking about somebody, sent a book, and twice they became clients. Twice they became clients because I sent them a book 
and I said, hey, this book may be a great book for you to read because I knew that they were a reader. And so it's really this conversation has made me rethink just how we've been doing things. So this has been great. Last thing, where do you want to point people? If somebody says, okay, I want to get that plan. Where do they need to go if they want to find out more about you and your agency? Yeah, giftologyplan.com is a free download. They can go steal the whole playbook. You know, they want to buy the book. I mean, it's almost 900 reviews now on Amazon. Like, we don't hold back. There's not a Giftology 2.0, you know, that yeah. you got to order afterwards. Like, it's, I mean, you read it. It's all there. It's a 90 minute read. It's not, yeah. it's fun, but it's not fluff. But more than anything, it's like understanding that this isn't really a gifting conversation. Like if relationships matter to you, Mm -hmm. then how you show up for those relationships and really the physical gift or the experiential gift is just a signification of like, you matter. I care about you. You're worth investing in. And that doesn't matter if it's your employee, your client. If you're dealing with human beings, then you better have a plan on how you're going to show up in uncommon ways if you want to inspire them. And that's really the core message is not a gifting. It's a, how do you love on people and make them be like, man, I just love working with that relationship. They're already good at insurance. They're already good at law. They're already good at manufacturing the widgets, but they make me feel a certain way and all things being equal. I'm going to spend more with them because I like working with them and I trust them. I want to see them win. And so it's not an excuse to have a sucky business or anything else, but it really works in every industry, every size company, every part of the world, because it's human specific, not gifting specific. You've been awesome. Appreciate you coming on. Bradley, thanks, man, for having me and for the great questions. I appreciate it. A few things stand out to me. I'm sure they are the ones that stood out to you as well. Five to 15% of net profited, reinvested in the business, love bombs, having a giftology plan, really having a relationship plan. That really stood out to me. And he and I chatted afterwards and uh, told him, I said, hey, this has really helped me to kind of rethink what our strategy is going to be with the coaching company. Exactly. How are we going to be able to share with people and love on them as not just clients, but also some of the people that we would love to have in part of the program? And so this was an awesome conversation. I just loved his energy and enthusiasm for this. I've been doing it for 22 years. And I also think that in the time of TikTok, Twitter, and just so many surface level relationships, going deep with people and being able to make a client or a prospect or somebody you know that could refer a business over to you to, to get them emotionally moved, you can't put a price tag on that really. But yet him still recognizing the return on relationship, the return on investment for this. I really hope that you pick up the book. It's an, It really is an easy read. It's going to make you think differently about it. Loved having John on. That was a great episode. I want to give a shout out to our podcast partner, Club Capital. You know, as John was talking about being able to reinvest five to 15% of net profit, well, you got to be able to know what your net profit number is. And that's the kind of easy insights that Club Capital can give you. That and plus many more obviously can help you with your tax with your day-to-day, month-in, month-out bookkeeping, and now with our CFO services, go to club.capital to book a no-obligation demo. I was on a separate Zoom call yesterday in a peer group that I'm a part of, and somebody was talking about how they work with teams of businesses, specifically remote teams, doing retreats, et cetera. And she was sharing with me how important it is that they like to work with people who know the leaders and the business owners, founders, et cetera, know how important it is to pour into their people, but maybe they don't know exactly how to execute that remote teams. I shared with them that that's exactly what 
Coach P is able to do is pour into your team, train and develop your team. You know how important it is. But maybe you don't have exactly the systems down pat or the plays down pat. And you want to be able to work with someone and entrust in someone who can train and develop your team on a weekly basis at the highest level. Go to coachpconsulting.com. Now, we can't have a conversation around really a broader conversation around marketing without giving a shout out to our friends at Direct Clicks. Go to directclicksinc.com. Now, obviously it's more implicit, right? John didn't say this explicitly, but it's so important for you to continue on with your marketing initiatives. And in this day and time, having a profile online, being able to tell their story about whether you're trying to recruit team members to come to work for you, or obviously you gotta have a profile so other people can find you. That's on SEO and you want to get into the Google pay-per-click space, you've got to work with direct clicks. Go to directclicksinc.com. I really loved this episode. Appreciate all of you. Would you share it with somebody who you think could get a big benefit? That's the only cost to you is to be able to share this with one other person and hit the like button and make sure that uh, you give us a review. That would be so helpful to us. All right, everyone. Until next episode, lead well. Oh, 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 o